What's up, everybody? My name is Cam, and I'm your host for the Big Yikes podcast. Big Yikes Nation, welcome back. I have to do the echo effect every once in a while. This week, I have someone that I've known for a very long time on my podcast. Please welcome to the stage, or in this case, to your ears, Mikkel Newkirk. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited <laughs> to be on the Big Yikes Nation podcast. Um, Mikkel and I were roommates my freshman year of college. Like, I moved... Um, my sister's friend, Allie, was living in Provo in, like, this random-ass duplex, and the rent was so cheap. Like, I had this large-ass room for $195 a month. It was a little, like, out of the way. It was it was very crazy, like, and kind of scary, but that's literally how I met Mikkel. Yeah, we literally had bats in our roof, like, actual bats, and they were like, oh, we can't do anything about it because they just have to leave naturally, <laughs> which was crazy. <laughs> so I was... A mere 21 years old, Cam was fresh out of high school. It's crazy that we've known each other that long. No, literally we, because all of our roommates were like older. So we went, and because it wasn't like an apartment complex, apartment, <laughs> apartment complex, um, we went to like this older ward, like when we went to church. And so everyone that was there was like working professionals, like 24, 25 and older. And I was like, I'm a child um so that was wild and also like Mikkel and I all of our roommates were always busy so Mikkel and I would always hang out and I remember one specific instance we watched um what's the the one with Tyra Bank life size yeah on my bed on YouTube for free so there was like Russian subtitles yeah we watched life size and we watched to all the boys we were in our to all the boys era everyone was at that time everyone was it was crazy and we, I remember you had like two beds in your room too, which was crazy. <laughs> and you were paying like $200 a month. You guys, I'm going to see if I can find the video of like when I was selling it um, for before I went on my mission. But yeah, it was a really, really long room. And me, Mikkel, and another girl, Becca, shared a bathroom. But my door, like one of my doors connected to the bathroom. Anyway, because the room was so long and I had an extra bed, I would just have friends come sleep over. And I don't it was it was wild. Yeah, the fact that I was paying $200 a month, I'm sure I think they renovated. I'll see it like that house pop up on Marketplace sometimes and they like get new roommates. But that was that was a wild time and we would like go out to eat we lived right by the neighborhood walmart in provo so we would go get like habit or like pizza pie you know yeah we would where else you introduced me to medici we did that um we went on walks it was a good time it was a good time no complaints i mean other than the bats (laughs) (laughs) literally other than the bats i think one of our roommates like um, I'm not going to name drop her because I love her, but I don't think she'll like listen. Never did her dishes. Like was a home ex, um, home ex, hello, home economics, like major and would make like treats and stuff, but just never cleaned it up. And so I'd be like, can you come clean your muffin tins that have been here for like three <laughs> days? Um, but I also lived like two blocks away from my brother at the time. So anytime I didn't want to get groceries, I was like, can I come over to eat? So that's literally how Mikkel and I met. And then I think like, after I went on my mission, I like didn't talk to you. <laughs> no, we did not talk. Yeah. But you were going through a lot. I was going through a lot. It was like a weird, there was also like COVID in there where no one was seeing or talking to each other either. And then I joined student government and you were at the front desk. Literally so <laughs> random. One day Mikkel walks in and I was like, oh my gosh, Mikkel. Like this is like literally two, no, like a year and a half later. Yeah. Cause I wasn't gone for that long. So it's like two years. I think two years. It might have been more than that. 
because it was, we moved there in 2018. You moved out at the end of 2018. And I didn't join student government till like 2021. Oh my gosh. So it was literally like three years. Okay. I'm thinking wrong. Cause I've been home for three years in this December. So, okay. So yeah, we hadn't seen each other literally for three years. I remember you posted, it was so sweet. Mikkel, when my mom passed away, she posted like the GoFundMe link on Facebook. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. But like, we just like didn't really keep in touch. So I remember, yeah, Mikkel walking in the office and I was literally like, what is going on? Like my worlds are colliding. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing student government. And then um, we would like chat. We didn't really like hang out, but we would like chat. And then this year she's doing student government again. And then like, we just started hanging out again. Yeah, we... I was in the office a lot. And so I think that played a factor. (laughs) I was in the office a lot and it was just really nice to see reconnection happen so easily too. So naturally. (laughs) No, literally I told Mikkel this a while ago. She's one of those people. It's like, you don't have to see each other for like, you know, there's those friends that you don't see for maybe like a year or like six months and you just pick up right where you left off. And that's, I think, how I feel like we just like picked off where we left off, picked off, hello, picked up where we left off and we're just like friends. So now like us and the London girls hang out together. I saw Mikkel yesterday, like I literally picked her up to come be on the podcast. and I was like, I haven't seen you in 12 hours. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> we went to Texas Roadhouse last night. What a ride. Yeehaw to Texas. Shout out to Texas Roadhouse. Please sponsor this podcast. Please sponsor the Big Yites podcast. Shout out to our waiter. He literally took my order and was like almost sitting on top of me. <laughs> he literally like, yeah, he like took my order and then he like went over to get Mikkel's, but it was like sitting on the booth and I was like, okay, just join us for dinner. And, but he was so on top of it. He brought us so many rolls because I was downing those bad boys. He was like, I got another bottle of rolls. Another, and he brought three baskets. Do you know how many rolls that is? 12. Yeah. He brought us a dozen rolls. I have a gluten allergy. <laughs> And have been suffering since then. But you know what? They're worth it. I will make exceptions for Texas Roadhouse. No, 100%. You guys, I don't love country, but I love Texas Roadhouse. And I was telling Mikkel, like, I oddly enough feel at home at at the Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, it's home. (laughs) Like, I literally can't explain it. I'm like, nothing from this place establishment, like, should remind me of home. But I'm like, I know if I were to step foot in any Texas Roadhouse, I'd be safe. It's familiar. It's like you're always going to have the same type of waiter. The food is always the same. The food stays the same. It feels like, I mean, I didn't have very, I didn't have (laughs) stereotypical grandparents growing up, but I imagine that's what it's like to walk into your country grandparents' home and be like, I'm me, mom, papa, (laughs) peepa. No, literally, because they have like deers hanging on, like deer heads on the walls. And like it just, yeah, you're right. It does give like, american southern grandparents yes yeah and i remember when they used to have like the peanut shells on the floor too which is crazy i can't believe they did that that's literally crazy i would hate to be the one sweeping that up anyway when (laughs) mikhail and i were at dinner guys last night the news broke that harry styles and emrata were seen kissing in tokyo while we were at the school talent show, like guys, I cannot paint you in a more insane picture than what, like what we experienced yesterday. Like my mind is still crowded. Horrible. Absolutely horrible news. Um, just seeing a video of them sucking on each other's faces, but also I couldn't stop watching it. Cause why were they kissing like that? And like in public too, literally so disgusting. His mouth is just like wide open and they're just like in the middle of the street in Japan. And homeboy just has a thing for moms. Which is fine, 
whatever. But like her past dating history is kind of a cry for help. So I'm like, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> I'm interested to see what songs will get out of him because of Emrata. Like actually, I'm like, yeah. what is he gonna write about her? I, he better like drop a line about kissing her in Japan, and I'll be like, we know exactly who you're talking about. You know, it would be so funny if we got no songs about Olivia. And they were just all about her. <laughs> I think we're going to get some hate songs about Olivia. Let's be completely honest. I pray every day for that. But he doesn't, I feel like Harry doesn't write hate songs. No, because he's an angel. But like that, in that instance, I was like, he was literally, I was fine. Like he broke up with Olivia. I was doing really good. And then we're in the middle of an auditorium and we see that video. And Mikhail and I just gasped. I'm like, oh my gosh. So as of right now, I'm on a little bit of a boycott. I'm not listening to him right now. And I'll probably listen to him in like two days. But for right now, no. I'll probably listen to him in like an hour. Just kidding. <laughs> um, it, for some reason, when that man is in a relationship, I the feminism leaves my body. That care to explain? <laughs> the feminism leaves your body when Harry Styles is in a relationship. Please yes. explain. It's like I immediately hate the woman he's dating, except for when he dated Taylor Swift. Real though. Now that is someone like, and I love that they ended on good terms. I think. They're, they're friends. They're friends for sure. They also dated when they were both really young. And also, neither one of them really wrote diss tracks about each other. Like, all the songs she wrote about him were, like, really nice. Like So she wrote... What did she wrote? Style? What You're more of a Taylor Swift girl than I am. Oh, girl. She wrote, like, all of the 1989 album is about him. I mean, except... Getaway Car, right? No, that was Tom Hiddleston. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, no, 1989. So, like... She wrote Style, Out of the Woods, All You Had to Do Was Stay, I Wish You Would. Um, there are quite a few. People think that Question on her last album is about Harry. We don't know. Taylor, if you're listening. <laughs> let us know, girl. Miss Swift, Blondie, let us know. I know you're busy on tour right now, singing six hours a week, but. Literally singing so much a week. Yeah, she wrote. And then, like, the songs he wrote about her were just, like, really nice, too. What song? I should know this. What songs did he write about her? People think, I mean, it's pretty obvious Two Ghosts is about her. Um, the same lips red, same eyes blue, same white shirt, couple more tattoos. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> people, Two Ghosts and um, Meet Me in the Hallway, I think, are two that people think are about Taylor, which I would jump on board with as well. Oh yeah, two ghosts. Um, speaking of Harry Styles, because his discography is a little bit smaller, because I'm excluding him from One Direction, I asked Mikkel to give us her top five Harry Styles songs, which I should have thought of mine as well, and I didn't, so I'm sorry. But I will definitely say everyone like knows that Fine Line immediately will make me cry, so that is up there. Um, Late Night Talking is up there. Anything from the Fine Line album, I would say, is, like, that's my favorite album as of right now. But, like, he only has three. So, it's, like, it's hard to choose. So, Mikkel, tell Big X Nation your top five hairstyle songs. In order. In order. In order. Can you rank them or are you just going to give us top five? I'm, I'm going to give you top five. But Not ranked. But I think you can kind of guess. I'll let the people guess the order. Or what I think the order would be. Um, so, Two Ghosts, actually, is is on there sorry brief pause i accidentally hit the button <laughs> two ghosts which version i like the acoustic version he did either all of them i just love that song it's just like a comfort song um his debut album is really good so i love two ghosts and unpopular opinion because this is probably his least popular single i love lights up and oh, i also love lights up. i was waiting for you to say treat people with kindness no girl <laughs> 
people always think that's one of my favorites. It is on the bottom tier. <laughs> no, actually, I'm like, get rid of it. Sorry. Rid of it. He will never stop singing it, though. He will never stop performing it live. We just have to accept it. But <laughs> I'm like, please stop. Please stop singing that song. <laughs> yeah, I. So, so we have two ghosts. We have Lights Up. I really love Cherry. It's one of the best breakup songs. I'm like, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> it's so good. And like the fact that his ex is on it is yeah. crazy. Um, so yeah, I, I love Cherry. Um, Matilda. Oh. That one, the first time I heard, I remember sitting on Amanda's floor listening. I remember when this album dropped and listening to Matilda and crying. The first oh. time I heard it, I was bawling. Like, I'm not even kidding. I was in my car and I was like... I just burst into tears. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, why would he write this? <laughs> like, how did he know to write the song about me? <laughs> oh my gosh. It wrecked my life. It still does. When I heard it live, I think I almost passed away in the stadium or the Kia forum. In the Kia forum. Ooh, also I'm like boyfriends. I, that is, well, it's not like a top favorite, but for me, it's like, that's the one I can sing in my car. And I'm like, I'm singing with Harold. I'm like harmonizing with Harold. Like this is our duet. We're duetting yeah. when I'm singing boyfriends. I think my final in the top five is satellite. <gasps> Real. I honestly would get a satellite tattoo like tomorrow. I'll literally go with you because those satellite stomps. Like I did not really come to appreciate that song until after I saw him last summer. And then like on my hot girl walks when I go around my neighborhood, that was on constant replay of just like doom, 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 doom. Like so, so good. The drums go crazy. The lyrics are so good. Like it's actually a really sad song when you yeah. listen to lyrics. Spinning out, waiting for you, like but, to pull me in. Yeah. And like shout out Sarah on the drums. He hides it. This is why I love both Harry and Taylor is they both hide sad lyrics with like upbeat production. <laughs> Icon. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about the experience. You went and saw Harry Styles on Halloween. Yeah, I went to Harry Ween last year. It was crazy. It was actually crazy because Harry's are crazy. Um, it was really fun. He had exclusive merch. So we got some merch. Um, I went with a couple of my really good friends. It was just, it was honestly all around a great time. I like had no, normally with concerts, I can think of things that were bad, but no complaints. He was Danny Zuko from Greece, which was crazy. And his band was characters from Greece. And he sang hopelessly devoted to you, which I, I don't think I'll ever experience that kind of joy again. <laughs> if I'm being honest. No, that's, that is real. I'm like, your experience at the Kia Forum is how I felt seeing him at Wembley last summer when Priscilla and I went. And I've talked about this multiple times and I'll never shut up about it. But like seeing that man at Wembley Stadium singing Sign of the Times when it started pouring rain, God's tears were flowing. Yeah. Like actually. Literally whatever higher power is up there was like, Harry, it, like you're getting to me. You're getting to me. That's crazy. That's how it felt um, when he started singing Hopelessly Devoted to You. I His vocals were so good, which you could barely hear because the crowd was so loud, but that's okay. That's okay. And he just absolutely killed it. It was so good. It was so good. Like, let me find a clip to put in context for this week. Kel and I are just big Harry stands. You are just like a stand. You're in two fandoms, which are like crazy. You, first of all, are a huge Taylor Swift girl, but like compared, oh, sorry, I just touch your foot. With Harry Styles, like people already call Harry's like 
insane. And then Swifties are even more so. So how does it feel to be in two realms? I am insane. <laughs> like that's just that's just part of it. People don't know that about me. I'm crazy. And so I feel like Sydney Sweeney and Euphoria. Like I'm crazier. That's not something you'd be proud of. But it's something you should be scared of. Literally and like I am. So I think what really helped me is that I was a Tumblr um, Twitter girly in like 2012. And so that was the basis of my fandoms. I was a gleek, sadly. Okay, wait, I loved Glee because I, I watched, I remember that was like, that was crazy. Didn't you, I, maybe I'm hearing this wrong. Didn't you have like a following? No, I did. I had a following on Twitter. My Twitter handle this Twitter does not exist anymore in case the people try to look for it. Um, my Twitter handle was bow down to Leah as in Leah Michelle. And who can't read, <laughs> who can't read. And I, no joke. I think I had like 15 K followers and like I, and I was in, this was ninth grade and in Utah, like you're still in middle school in ninth grade. So I was in middle school and I had that Twitter all through high school. And I remember Leah Michelle actually tweeted me back but what's crazy about that tweet is I wish I could find it so bad. What's crazy about that tweet is I don't even remember what I said, but her response was a heart and then a you, which is so funny. The rumors now saying she can't read because her tweet to me was literally heart you. And that was it. <laughs> She's like, love you. Letter you. Not even you as a person. Just letter you. And it was the letter you. And it was. And it was like the three heart with like the, <laughs> like, it was crazy. That is wild. Um, shout out to you. And like, yeah, you are a fanfic girl. You One Direction fanfic. I was not a real person fanfic person. So I only read Glee fanfic, which is crazy. But with all the couples on Glee. So I read, I was reading like <laughs> so much fan fiction. And I was like in English reading fan fiction, like in my classes reading. And people are like, what are you looking at on your phone? I'm like, I'm reading. And it was fan fiction. <laughs> I'm literally reading a novel, novel in question and fan fiction. No, it literally was. And these people who were my same age were on there hustling, getting out chapters every week. And I was fed every single week with my fan fiction. And it <laughs> opened up a world for me. That is wild. That is a new world. That is something that, yeah, you and Brazil talk about that. I'm like, I wish. Do I wish I was part of that? Maybe not. But I'm like, it's interesting because, yeah, it opens up a whole new world for you. It was crazy because it was also, sorry, I, I know my mom's probably going to listen to this. I think I've talked about it a little bit with my mom. But I was reading just straight up smut. I was going to say smut at the age of the ripe age of 14. You were reading about like sex. I was reading about sex and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, You're like why do I feel some type of way sitting in English at nine fifteen AM? Literally it's like seven thirty, and I'm like reading, reading smut, smut on my phone. <laughs> like what you're reading. You're like light reading. Yeah. I was never a visual smut person visual but i i needed a story i needed to read it <laughs> that's crazy you never vis okay i'm like one thing about me when i'm reading like you i have to set up the characters in my head and like produce the movie because or else i can't follow along well that's why fan fiction is nice because the characters are already set up for you like you know what they look like you know who they are and you just want more of them outside of what you're already watching that is wild it's giving me like cat from euphoria but like different if that makes sense like yeah. 
yeah, I couldn't ever get into like the the One Direction, like the real people fan fiction. Um, it just wasn't really my thing. Yeah. Just TV characters. Um, sorry, going back to like Harry said, we that was crazy. Um, Taylor Swift. Let's talk about your Taylor Swift journey. When did you first start listening to her? Like, when did you feel like you were a Swifty? This is a really cute story, actually. And I don't have a lot of memories from childhood because I have a bad memory. But my parents always listened to country stations in the car, especially my mom. She always had on country radio. And I remember sitting in the car with her one day. I don't even remember how old I was, like preteen. And teardrops on my guitar came on. And I was like, what is this melody? Like, I was like, who is this? who is this girl? And I, and like the radio host, you know, said that was Taylor Swift. And so I, um, looked her up. I think YouTube, well, for sure. YouTube was a thing. I'm not that old. (laughs) Um, I looked her up on YouTube and I listened to our song. I listened to all the OG, like Tim McGraw, all the OG Taylor music videos. And I was a Swifty from then on out. And like the first album I ever bought and listened to, from beginning to end was fearless because I was obsessed with her. (laughs) And then I got to see her when she was touring her speak now album. I was 15 and it was on my 15th birthday and she sang 15. It was crazy. You were like, I'm levitating at this moment. Oh yeah. That was an out of body experience. No, actually like I, I, so I saw her speak now tour and then I saw 1989, which was amazing as well. And then I saw Reputation, which was the best out of the three that I've seen. Um, anyone, anyone that's at the Eras tour that didn't listen to Reputation when it dropped, yeah. get sell me your tickets. I'm serious. I'm like, literally leave. No, I wish I would have seen 1989. I wasn't like a, a diehard, right? I'm not like a country girl. So when she started doing more of like pop stuff, like 1989 and Reputation, so crazy story in high school, I want to give away. Like this, this story is actually crazy. There's a blogger I follow, shout out Sassy Red Lipstick, Sarah Tripp, Sarah and Robbie. I love them. Still keep in touch with them. Um, in high school, she was doing this giveaway and the giveaway was like, we'll fly you out to San Francisco. We'll pay for your hotel. Um, and we'll take you to Taylor Swift. Like it was floor tickets to Taylor Swift. I busted my ass cheeks. Like literally like anything I could do to enter, I did. I win this giveaway and it's my senior year of high school. I take my friend and my mom with me. We literally go see Taylor Swift on the floor. I think I still have a piece of confetti from her show. And that is my favorite album of hers just because it's so boss. It's so, you know what I'm saying? It's just such a big sleigh. So seeing that in person, and I have a video where I'm 10 feet away from her when she's singing Dress, which is one of my favorite songs from the album. So I'm like, that was wild. So yes, if you're at the Eras tour and you did not listen to Reputation, get out. Literally leave. Or because everyone was like, Mm, I don't like that album, blah, 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 blah. Because this is when all the Kanye stuff was happening. And I stood by her through all of that. Even when I thought she, even when like, before we got the, because when the phone call leaked, um, we later come to find out in 2020 that it was edited, right? So it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, actually real. Someone had edited the phone call, which Kim still to this day claims she didn't, but, that's okay. That's okay. I still watch the Kardashians too. I'm versatile. And my, I remember when that all happened and I literally was like, oh, Taylor lied. Even when I thought she lied, I was by her side. 
which is crazy. You said I support women's rights and women's wrongs. And in this case, you supported Taylor's right wrongs. Oh, absolutely. And when she dropped, look what you made me do. I think it was a moment in history, which a fun fact about that song is it dropped the day after I came home from my LDS mission. Like she released, she disappeared my entire mission the day I come home, she deletes all of her social media and posts about, look what you made me do. I was like, and everyone, everyone's minds were blown. They're like, Mikkel literally just landed from her mission. And the next day I'm listening to look what you made me do. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> You're like, she made this for me. Like, Actually, I'd be delusional. I'd be like, thank you, Taylor. This is my welcome home gift. I was scared because I was a fresh home missionary. <laughs> look what you made me do the music video which now is iconic it's so good people don't appreciate it enough um and the whole song is incredible the whole album's incredible i really think reputation will go down as one of her best albums and people when it came out it the vibe was not that way at all the people didn't i honestly think yeah the people did not appreciate her enough i also think like one thing with like i love her fans is that like they'll always guess stuff and meanings of like her music i feel like that's one thing that keeps me connected to hers because i'm like it's fun like she will continue to drop hints in music videos of just like what things mean and like that's fun the easter eggs but people get too crazy with those people do get too because swifties are insane there are some moments where I'm like, y'all aren't real right now. Like when she was releasing in the process of releasing Lover, the stuff people were coming up with. I'm like, okay, y'all are actually crazy. Uh, <laughs> maybe I need to separate myself a bit. I did fall into some of it, but I was like, and even now with like the Eras tour going on, the discourse on Twitter between Swifties and like Eras tour drama is just crazy like it like yeah harry fans are crazy swifties are they've been through so much it's like they're actually clinically insane yeah <laughs> but i also i think i'm a fan of this tour just because i like seeing everyone's outfits so i actually am like a big fan of like seeing what people like post up with for concerts would i do the same no because i'm just gonna show up in like jeans and a t-shirt but love and respect I think Harry actually started that, if I'm being honest. I think Love on Tour has created a culture of dressing up for concerts that, and there's a lot of crossover between Taylor and Harry fans, because I never dressed up to go to a concert until I saw Harry. And I was stressed because it was everyone goes all out for Harry. And now it's just kind of a thing that people are doing for their favorite artists, which I think is really cute and fun. I'm like, I will be just kidding. I like concerts, but I feel like, Oh, we were talking about this last night too. Like I love Drake. I wanted to go see Drake so bad on tour, but I cannot drop $400. Like, should I? Yes. Cause I love him so much. Am I going to though? No, because I'm not paying $400 to sit in the very back of Kia form. Yeah. That's literally how Taylor tickets are. So I actually got Eras tour tickets to Boston and I was going to go to Boston and I had to sell them because of we're going on a study abroad to London and I need the money, which is crazy. And I'm so excited, but also I'm very sad because I don't know if I will see the Eras tour at all, which is sad. <laughs> I don't know. It is sad. Like I love concerts and I love my art, but I'm also like, I'll be okay. Like at the end of the day I, for me, I'm like, I'll be okay. Yeah, it's taken me a minute to get there for sure. <laughs> um, 
uh, opening night was really hard. I was like, I am going to drop everything and just like follow her on tour. Like literally, um, I, she's going to LA in August and the closer it gets to the dates, the cheaper the tickets. So I'm like, if something comes up, maybe I'll drive out there. I'm so I'm honestly still delusional holding on hope. <laughs> me with drake tickets my, yeah. literally my brother's friend got floor tickets well he has disposable income but he was like because right the ones that towards the back were like 400 dollars floor tickets 900 he's like i just got floor tickets to go see drake and i was like ah! that's crazy no yeah my friend got um for opening night got floor tickets for like 500 dollars for the airs tour which is so cheap and actually crazy so i'm like still holding out hope there are a lot of people that went to vegas that got tickets like the day of on the floor for pretty cheap. So it's just crazy. Cause I'm like, okay, then think about like how much math, like doing all the math, like how much money, obviously she has to, all these artists have to pay like the people working on tour, but I'm like, how much income do you think they're making per tour? Like Adele, right. Is doing another, like what? 34 weeks in Vegas from June to like next November. Yeah. Do you know how much money, you know what I'm saying? Just like, so you can go into retirement and then make another album and then come back out. It's disgusting. That is one thing I will say with Taylor that sometimes I struggle with is just how much money this girl is making because I don't think anyone should have that much money. Um, This tour is on track to be the highest grossing tour of all time, of any tour ever, which is crazy. And granted, the tour has cost a lot of money. It's a huge production. But she is going to be... I mean, she's going to be a billionaire by the end of this, which is crazy because I also don't think anyone should be a billionaire, but, but it's so conflicting when it's someone, when it's an artist that you love, that's producing things that you love and connect with. I was going to say, yeah, this production, like seeing the, her stage for the first time yet, you're for sure. And like all her dancers, it's like, of course, this is going to be so much money. But yeah, like when you're funneling that much back, like, right, it's a 70,000 holding stadium and like minimum someone's paying $100, right? So that's already seven, $700,000. I, I don't know how to do the math. I'm like, I don't know. Um, someone do that really quickly. But yeah, like regardless, like she, I'm like, try and go sell t-shirts. Try and sell merch for her. Go on tour. Girl, I, I know. I need to figure out something. And also merch is crazy expensive. They're like charging $65 for like a t-shirt. Also, I'm like not the merch line. Literally, my sister went, uh, she went to Glendale and she also went to Vegas. She's not even a big, sorry, Kiana, you're not even a big Tesla fan, but she went (laughs) twice. Um, And she was like, I waited in like for six hours to get merch. Like there's no way I'd be waiting six hours. Like I'd order off freaking Etsy. That merch is ugly too. I'm sorry. It is like she, Taylor, one thing about Taylor, she's always had ugly merch the only era she didn't have ugly merch for was reputation. I was gonna say I got a reputation t-shirt and that one was like I was actually a big fan. That I that merch I should have bought way more of because it's been her only cute merch. Other than that, just buy on Etsy. Yeah. No, yeah, literally, or just like eBay, like literally anything else. But top five Taylor Swift albums because her discography is a little bit bigger than Harry's. So I This is something I always think about because people always ask. I have a solid top two. The rest change. So I'll give you like the current top five. So the the top two are like, do you want to start out low? Let's let's kind of anticipate. Let's start at number five. Start at the bottom. Um, let me let me pull out my phone. Let me make sure. 
that you have it no correct no 100% get that list right because I am a big fan of her Midnight's album like I'll say it like I was kind of nervous to see what she was gonna drop but I listened to the whole album the night it came out and that was a ride like I'm big fan you're on your own kid hits the same as Matilda absolutely like that was just like the sister song to Harry's album cried you're on your own kid is actually insane of her to do like also her i snow on the beach with lana del rey crazy that i heard somewhere well it was like said on tiktok okay or like so it's probably not like viable but um lana del rey didn't know that it was just going to be her on the feature so that's why she didn't really do that much which i'm like shocked because i love lana del rey and i think obviously i love the song a lot but i'm like what could have been if it was just them two like i'm just imagining literally what could have been well, and a big thing with Taylor that people like to make fun of her for, and like Swifties too, like everyone makes fun of her for, is whenever she has a woman on her songs, she never gives them a full verse. They like hardly sing on the music um, until she released Nothing New with Phoebe Bridgers is like the first time a woman actually sung on her songs. Wild. Okay, do you have top five? Starting with number five. Starting with number five, we're going with Fearless. Taylor's version (laughs) but yeah fearless is number five for sure it has all the iconic songs love story you belong with me um it also has oh 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 oh. what is that song frick um it also has the way I loved you which is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs and it's just classic so fearless five fearless five number four which is going to be crazy for some people is lover I agree with you. I I mean, obviously, there's, like, a couple songs that I'm like, oh, I could have done without. Like, what's the most, never find another one. That one. That's, okay. That song actually triggers something. Like a fight or flight in my brain. No. Lover, but excluding me. <laughs> it's number four. Um, I love that album. I think it perfectly encapsulates love in all forms. Also, Cruel Summers on that album. And Cornelia Street, which if I were to rank top five Taylor Swift songs, I think both of those two would be in top five. Yeah. And I love the Lover aesthetic. It's so cute. Um, I remember when the album came out, I like bought everything because I was obsessed with the aesthetic. And so. I'm like, it's whimsical. It's dreamy. I love. Yeah, I love the song Lover. Was it everyone's wedding song that year? Absolutely. But I also love her duet with Shawn Mendes. I'll say it. I'm a big fan. Interesting opinion. I liked it when it first came out. Now I have never listened to it. I need to re-listen to it. She has a first dance version, actually. Like, wedding version. Not with Sean. Like, it's of the original song. That's my favorite version of Lover. It's so good. It's a cruel summer. Yes, that reminds me of Summer I Turned Pretty, obviously. Just good, good memories there. Okay, next album. Number three. This one rotates. But we're going 1989. Um, 1989 means so much to me just as a person. It came out my senior year of high school when I was going through a lot and I just related and loved every single lyric that was on there. It's probably her least sad album, but for some reason it just hit different when it came out and I, the production is good. There's a reason it's still her most awarded album and most popular. I just love it. Big fan. Yeah, also a big fan. Okay, setting at number two. (sighs) Number one and number two switch. But right now, number two is Speak Now. I am a Speak Now girly through and through. I love the fairy tale aesthetic. The songs on there, mine, mean, better than revenge. I mean, Enchanted, 
you can't go wrong. Love speak now. Uh, and now we're at number one. Da 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 da. Drum roll. Uh, folklore. Folklore is the anticlimactic. Everyone listening is like, ah. <laughs> Like, I'm like, folklore is everything to me. The way she built an entire world with characters in it. And, like, the lyrics are devastating. Cardigan is one of her best written songs ever, ever. So, folklore. Um, I don't know if you guys have... I'm like, ad break? No. Um, if you guys have the app AirBuds. So, AirBuds is where you connect um, your streaming platform. And you can connect with friends. And you can see throughout the day, like, what songs they're listening to. How often they listen to it. You can, like, send emojis if you, like, agree with it or whatever. Something about Mikkel is her top three artists never change. And Taylor Swift is constantly... And I mean, like, anytime I go check AirBuds, Taylor Swift has, like, played in the last five minutes. I... It's actually crazy. Yeah, Taylor Swift's always number one. Her songs are always on my repeat. Her albums, one of her albums is always going to be on my repeat. Lately, it's been a lot of folklore and a lot of Evermore and Midnight's. Um, yeah, it's always going to be Taylor, Harry, Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, because I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm like, she's not okay right now. <laughs> literally yeah those are usually my top three but harry's kind of been kicked out lately by daisy jones and the six promotion for daisy jones and the six um is an amazon prime show that everyone should watch based on my favorite book with sam sam claflin's in it who we love which is called <laughs> daisy jones. <laughs> daisy jones. yeah my favorite book daisy jones and the six <laughs> you can stream it on amazon prime the all 10 episodes are out and so you can binge it now. So go on there and binge. It's really good. I need to watch it. I need a, I just restarted watching the summer. I turned pretty. I love those books. And it's like, I only love those books because they are so easy to follow and easy to read. Like, right. It's a, it's a teen, young adult kind of book, but I'm, oh, I love it. I actually just watched the summer. I turned pretty for the first time in January of this year. What did you think? Because it does not match the books. Like she has no cotillion in the books. I didn't read the books. So I was having a good time. Yeah. But my friends that read the books hated the show. Okay, well, I'm a, I'm weird, and I will... I'm like, I'm different. No, but, like, sometimes, often, I'll watch the show first before I, like, read the book. So that's what happened. I was, like, I watched the series, and then um, I read the books, and I was like, now, hold up. She don't... She doesn't got the cotillion going on. Why did they freaking make that up? But the second and third books are crazy, so I'm really interested to see what they bring in the second and third season. Yeah, my... See, I'm one of those people that once I watch it, I won't read the book because I'm like, okay, I already have it in my brain. So I'll probably never read The Summer I Turned Pretty. But I did enjoy, I enjoyed the series, the youthfulness, the summer vibes. I thought it was very cute. But yeah, my friends were kind of pissed off. They were like, the series was bad because they were big fans of the books. They're like, Jenny Han, what is this? Yeah, yeah. But I think the books, I'm pretty sure aren't the books like older too. So, and they updated the series so it's more current. Yeah. So that could be part of it as well. Um, but the soundtrack to that series goes crazy. Like every single big artist was in that series. I literally was wondering like, yeah, the funds. Because within like the first two minutes you hear Taylor Swift song. I'm like, how did she get the money for this jenny like let me know and there's like multiple taylor swift songs and then there's like dua lipa who i don't even remember lover is in there i'm like ah! <laughs> lover 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 cruel summer um the way i loved you which is again one of my favorites uh crazy yeah that i thought the show was cute though very very fun 
I'm like very much tells yeah teenage love story um speaking of summer um like we said Mikel and I are going on study abroad this summer to London town in Edinburgh and we're actually staying an extra week just to kind of like vibe out I'm like tell me your thoughts what are you so excited for like just tell me what's going on in the brain oh my gosh I'm so excited to experience a country that's not the United States because I've never left the United States before I went to Mexico for like a day (laughs) um so it doesn't really count but it was um but it my whole life I've been told just how great how amazing we have it here and I think there are a lot of very good things and we're very privileged here um especially in the state we're in but I'm excited to see to open up my views and see how other countries live and do things that's what I'm excited for I I think it's crazy how right a nine hour plane ride nine ten hours we're in a completely like different world like I don't know it's very like a very niche feeling of like I think it was the same when I lived in New Zealand too I was like this is crazy because it's like you know that life outside of where you live exists but yeah just like the culture and the norms and just like pop culture references like everything is different there um and everyone's living their own silly little life and I'm excited for us to like have that main character energy yeah I've always 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 wanted to go to London and so I'm just excited the whole time I'm going to cosplay like I've lived there my whole life. Trust. Like once my suitcase is in our housing, I've lived there for years. I'm experienced. You're like, you don't know me. The second I step foot off that plane, no one knows who I am. (laughs) Literally, I'm going to act like a local, even though I'm not going to have any idea what I'm doing. And I'm so excited. (laughs) We have American accents. It was so funny. I remember when Mikkel like... Yeah, I loved it so much. Like, I've always just had, like, a pull, a draw to it. And um, a couple months ago, Mikkel was like, you guys, we should apply for study abroad because it's five weeks in London. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, it'd be really fun to go back on. And then here we are. Here we are. We're actually going. We, like, bought our plane tickets. Yeah. We're going. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be nice to be one of those a-holes that's like, I studied in London. Well, I was studying in London. <laughs> like, I can't wait to be annoying. <laughs> And it's, it's just like kids with missions. Mm -hmm. Like when I was in Brazil for two years. Okay. Okay. Pack it up. Boo. (laughs) No, but I'm going to tell you about the five weeks I spent. Don't worry. You can talk about two years, but I'm talking about the five weeks. (laughs) The five weeks I was in London. Six weeks, girl. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Transfer. A mission transfer (laughs) for those that know. (laughs) Well, I also think it's uh, great. There's so much um, art history. Like I, for one, am like... For a moment, I was obsessed with, like, the crown and, like, you know, the monarchy. I'm very interested in, I love, I love, 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 love Princess Diana. I love her style. I love her aesthetic. I love what she did while, you know, she was alive. And so, for me, I'm like, it was so interesting. So, I'm really excited to take Mikkel to, like, the crown jewels. And, like, we're going to go get afternoon tea. And we're going to walk around, like, the park. And I know we sound so American, but that's just, like, I don't know. I'm excited to experience it with one of my, like, best friends. I think that's why I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. And you've been there before, which I'm also excited for because I, I, people keep asking me if I'm scared. I'm like, no, I, I know people and our advisors have been there before. Like, I know people who go, I'm going with people who've gone. I'm not worried. It's just going to be fun. It's just going to be fun and vibes. I literally told Mikkel that I'm forcing her to go see Magic Mike London with me <laughs> while we're there. And I will go because I'm going to make you see a musical at the West End and it's going to be a British pop musical and you're going to love it. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm excited. So I'm, I was asking Mikhail, I was like, Oh Mikhail, I don't know if this summer I should just like 
take five weeks off and not record a podcast or try and like bust out content content hello beforehand but when we were talking I was like no I think that I just take random audio clips throughout the week and do like a weekly series for five weeks of just like voice notes in London compile them together and give you guys some content that's so cute I think you should I think you should also if we talk to British people you need to get you need to get them on on the you need to record them basically (laughs) I'm just like ask them street questions pretty much so that would be it but kind of crazy um after the study abroad you have what you graduate in December is that right Hopefully we could extend it out and graduate in the spring. Um, we'll see. Cause I'm also unemployed after London. So <laughs> if anyone has any jobs, um, yeah, my internship is ending. Everything's kind of ending. So I'm just completely going off vibes, which gives me anxiety and makes me very nervous but I'm excited to see what life brings me when I'm not trying to plan every second of it, I think. That's really good advice because I think we're the same in the way of, like, we like things planned. We like to have, like, a good mindset of just, like, okay, this is what's going on after this. So um, what tell the people what you're majoring in. I am a public relations major and a political science minor. So I there's a very broad spectrum of things I would like to do. I really like social media. It's kind of a specialty of mine. It's what I've done in internships in the past. So if I could go into something social media related, I also, um, like, unfortunately like politics. So if I could work on a campaign, that would be really cool as well. Yeah. Um, so I know you don't want to plan like right. You're like, I'm just going to go with the vibes, but hypothetically, where would you like to see yourself in five years from now? (sighs) Living on my own. (laughs) That's like number one. I, I would love to be living in Southern California in an apartment and (laughs) in an apartment. (laughs) Um, and I would love to just be happy in whatever work that I'm doing um, I'd like to see the communications realm field. Uh, we'll see. We'll see though. I could also see myself being in Salt Lake as well, doing similar things. It is like a growing hub. Like right. People are saying it's like the next Silicon Valley's kind of like oh, vibe. Like, yeah. 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 Like Silicon slopes is what they're calling it. Yeah. I just don't like Utah County. And so for sure in five years, I mean, I'll be, I can't even think about how old I'll be. 27, 27. I'll be 33. Whoa. So hopefully I'm in a serious relationship too. So, or at least one that's starting. Like or at least something stable. Yeah. I could also be in grad school. We don't know. That's the thing. I just gave you like three timelines, three different timelines, but. I'm excited to see like which one. Yeah. Which one happens. Also, I'm like ASMR break. My Starbucks. Uh, Mikhail and I both have matcha tea lemonade. So if you haven't tried that, I recommend it. It's very good. It's one of the best menu items. And actually Cam and Priscilla, shout out Priscilla, introduced it to me. For real, shout out Priscilla. Um, Crazy. I'm excited. I think like when I do these interviews for me, it's like almost like a time capsule. Um, I like to interview like my close friends and like them just to see, yeah, I like ask these questions just to kind of compare, like, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Um, do you have a big yikes moment for this week? (sighs) (laughs) 
you're like, let me tell you about the fucking week I've had, okay? <laughs> worst week. I've had the worst week. So, um, my, I think my biggest big yikes was when I was on a call with my boss and I asked her about how long I can work. Because I thought she was going to like offer me something, like she was going to find something for me after the internship. I I was wrong, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, I, I digress. I was wrong. So I was like trying to, I was like, so I'm going to London. I really want to work, you know, at least until then. She's like, oh yeah, because your last day, because our, our internship is a school year. So our last day is technically June 30th is when we can work, but I'll be in London. And she was like, okay, well you can work up until London. And I was like, awesome thank you <laughs> thanks girl i really appreciate it like just starts crying You're like <laughs> trying to literally not have a panic attack but also it got me really excited to figure out what's next but mostly it was a big yikes and i was like yikes i don't know what's happening i literally will have no income after thank you so much thank you and i do have to move back in with my parents shout out chuck and kelly um that'll be fun as well <laughs> literally i'm like i might have to move back in with jim again love him like i really do but it's just not a vibe living with your parents in your 20s like i think everyone knows that especially after you've had your freedom it's really hard to go back but if you set if you're like this is temporary it's not bad yeah my big yikes moment for this week i'm trying to just oh my gosh one of these days guys you know i love my slicked back buns like i i wear them religiously one of the days I literally pulled it back too hard. Like my head doesn't usually hurt, but like my eyes were, I looked crazy. I just like, remember like the relief of like the sigh of relief from taking out my hair that night. I, I look like someone from the Voltory of twilight when I take out my hair. Cause it's like back, but I will tell you, just be careful when you pull back your hair, don't pull back too tight because I did that and it hurt. Like that wasn't even that big of a giant, like big yikes, but it was big enough where I was like, Ooh, never, no, gotta be careful. Gotta be careful with the slick back. That's good advice. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Cause that's the style now. Slick back. Yeah. I gotta be careful. Cause I don't want to be pulling out my hair. I don't want to be going bald cause I'm, I'm feeling it, but I look, I love doing them. Yeah. I wore a lot of ponytails this week because I did not want to wash my hair because it was a horrible week. <laughs> And like my perms growing out. Yeah. Side note, my curls are fake. So anyone who's like, I love your hair. I'm like, well, it is fake. Um, I know. Cancel me. Um, so it's like growing out. So you can see like the first five inches, like from my scalp was just like become straight. So I need to go get that redone again before we head out of the country. Um, before we wrap up, do you have any general advice for the people listening? It can be about anything. Take your time. A lot of people, I'm 26 and in Provo and still in my undergrad. And I like to make myself feel bad about that a lot. But I don't regret any of the time I've spent understanding myself and knowing myself before I just jumped into life. There's too much life to live to feel forced or fast. Take your time. Enjoy the little moments and you'll be okay. I love that. And I feel like I've learned that lesson from you as well because I feel like I was always like I'm comparing to other people like I'm not finished yet I'm not in a relationship I like 
like last year I remember freaking out because I was like all my friend like everyone's graduated and I should be and I'm not and so I really like you said because yeah without taking my time I wouldn't have met the friends I have I wouldn't have had the experience so I think that's a very great piece of advice any Taylor Swift advice for the people um give me your errors toward tickets so no um Taylor Swift advice if you're not a Swifty and you want to start with an album if you're like wow I just listened to this whole podcast and now I want to be a Swifty um start with 1989 and work your way from there um unless you're a country girly then start from uh fearless also watch the all too well short film give her streams that's my Taylor Swift advice (laughs) I remember when that short film dropped as well I was just in awe Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien like I love them both um anyway um Mikkel please plug yourself on social media really quick so the people can follow you Yes, I believe my Insta handle is N Mikel, I think. You can also find me on the Big Yikes um, Instagram and Cam as well. But yeah, that's that's the only social media I, I let people in real life follow. So <laughs> real because I still haven't. I think I barely just found your Twitter. But yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, Priscilla found my Twitter. I don't let people in real life follow my Twitter. I never have. So. Priscilla, our friend Priscilla, should feel very honored that I let her. That was very vulnerable. But <laughs> y'all don't get a no. <laughs> Real, my Twitter right now is private because I'm like, I don't need employers looking up because I'm just like unhinged. Like, I love retweeting random shit on Twitter. See, here's the thing is in my major, everyone's like, you need to have a Twitter and you need to like be posting and be professional and be I'm like, no, I will not be professional on Twitter. That's not what Twitter's for. Twitter is a wide disgusting world and you just need to accept that (laughs) real all right big yikes nation it's been a pleasure again i hope you were able to walk away like kind of disappointed in harry styles for for his actions in the streets of japan um i'm actually gonna go listen to him probably in like an hour because i've (laughs) forgiven him for his actions i just want him to be happy but i hope you guys got a good glimpse of taylor swift of fanfic of harry styles and of mikkel and if you want to hear more you i have like 26 other episodes that you can go listen to my voice on so yeah i'm like this will be 28 i think i'm not sure my birthday's on the 28th (gasps) yeah (laughs) while of september yeah um so this has been going for a minute it's crazy i don't anyway wild so follow me on instagram at cambria wong k-m-b-r-a-w-o-n-g also at the big yikes podcast i was gonna say follow on tiktok too but i do not post on tiktok even though i made a social media page for it so if you want to follow me on tiktok it's whammy kong so w-a-m-m-y-k-o-n-g and i'll see you guys next week this is just a double check that you can't hear my dishwasher in the background you probably can but i don't even care um we're double checking the dishwasher sound okay